0: It's time for BetQL
1: Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. DeAndre Ayton's been on a tear, and the Warriors give up the most rebounds to the opposition of any team in the NBA. You know, it's 14, 13, 13, 17, 16 for Ayton recently. He's fourth in the league. I like Ayton over. Ball weaving into the lane, rising up, in and out for Chris Paul. Offensive rebound, Ayton. sidesteps to his right. Offline, eight and offensive rebound, trying to stick it back in. Goes up again.
0: My best bet for tonight, I'm going with Rutgers. If Ron Harper is aggressive on the glass, that means so much to Rutgers tonight. I think he will be, and Rutgers wins this one by four more. Geo Baker.
1: Nice backdoor. Bam! Harper Jr., beautiful no-look pass by Geo Baker to Ron Harper Jr.
0: I'm thinking tux pucks. Yeah. I'm going back there, Joe. And I'm taking the Dallas Stars to win tonight. Now, I'm taking them in regulation. Alexiak with a goal. There's a shot. Klingberg scores! What a wrister as he crossed the blue line.
1: Wayne Ellington, his prop's not out yet, but Wayne Ellington threes. He's been the third best three-point shooter over the last three weeks in the NBA take. Wayne Ellington threes up to five makes. Wayne Ellington from downtown brings it. He was way behind the long line. It's all academic right now. Wayne Ellington squares up and guns and it goes. Wow. It's BetQL Daily on the Bet, Bet, Bet. As if that wasn't insufferable enough, now the show starts. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, this is BetQL Daily on the Bet. You heard it right there from our guy, Russ Matera. Weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 Eastern Time, 8 to 11 a.m. Mountain on the Bet, 1430 in Denver. Also, live on the radio.com app, and you can watch us, radio.com slash betql-daily. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, our guest today, Joe Osborne, will be here from Odd Shark. In about 20 minutes, we'll talk some NFL and some hoops with him. The second hour of the show, we'll start with Colin Wilson of the Action Network over some college hoops, and I I know he's always looking at baseball futures, college football futures, so we'll touch on that as well. we got you covered in the third hour, Hot With Hockey, from the score. We've got Alex Moreto coming on the show. Ross Tucker, it was a great evening for the show. Every time I went to check... The uh, result of one of our plays that we gave in lightning bets to wrap the show, uh, like we do at the end of every single show. It's like, winner, 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 winner. I I was texting Eli about it. He's like, oh, we went three and oh. I'm like, no, I went three and oh. I think we went six and oh as a show last night.
0: Well, so first of all, Joe, happy Friday. Secondly, I mean, for you to hit all your props. That's pretty crazy, man. That's very, very impressive. And then Jordan hits his Wayne Ellington from Daniel Boone High School in ninth grade, <laughs> which is impressive. And then Eli, Eli. here's the thing that's impressive about Eli's win and my win. We didn't just win, Joe. We dominated. Well, the, the Stars beat the Red Wings 7-3. So I'm 2-0 lifetime on my NHL bets, tucks, pucks. And, Eli, that was like the worst loss I've ever seen for Michigan State. 67-37? 37 points in an entire basketball game, Joe? Eli said they'll win by four at least. Yeah, I guess so. They won by 30. So that's what's so cool is that not only did the whole show win – you winning all three prop bets is very impressive, but like Eli and I, we, we assassinate, like we, we absolutely dominated.
1: That was never a sweat. I turned it on. It was one of the first games of the night. NBA wasn't even starting till at least a half hour after that Rutgers Michigan state. By the time the NBA started, it was already over. Never a sweat with Rutgers. It didn't matter which number you got Uh Gary Trent jr. Not too much of a sweat. He went off in the second half. That's why my bet of over 14 and a half at Reggie Jackson, that was pretty comfortable. And then the late game, DeAndre Ayton, I said the rebounds weren't out yet. I just said take the over, and the over ended up being 12 and a half. He was at 13 early in the second half, Ross, and because it was a blowout, he never had another rebound in the game. So I I feel like I got a little bit lucky there that they set the number in the right spot for me at 12 and a half, but that's going to happen. You'll have your good nights when – a few of them, you nail the nail it. You just crush it. It's never a sweat like with you guys, with the Stars and with Rutgers last night. And then you'll have a couple coin
0: flippy things that end up going your way at the very end as well. It's awesome. A- absolutely awesome. I saw that tweet. I actually fell asleep, came back. I know. I saw that <laughs> tweet in the middle of the night. I think I retweeted that tweet from at BetQL Daily. I think I that, that was like a 3 a.m. while I was while I was pissing retweet right there. I was nice. like, oh, we hit them all. Nice retweet. Make sure you're following us at BetQL Daily, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Joe O 670, at Jordan C Malley, at Dylan Burns 95. Follow all of us. Oh, Dylan, he didn't give us a winner yesterday. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> Did anyone change his Twitter handle again? Oh, he did. 95 instead of Dylan Burns, like Pro One, which was the year handle ever. Is that the year he was born or something? And then 95. Please tell me he wasn't born in 95. Please. Probably. Oh my God. What was 95, Joe? I was in the middle of high school. What year? In high.
1: Uh, so that would have been my sophomore year in high school. Yeah, sophomore year.
0: What'd you say? Middle of high school, getting high? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, fourteen
1: thirty. The bet in Denver appreciates that that mention there.
0: Well, <laughs> ninety five. I was a junior in high school, and I went from six foot one seventy to six four 215 and it was glorious. And we won the league championship. And beat Governor Mifflin, and it was glorious off the field as well. So ninety-five was a great year. It had nothing to do with you being born, Dylan Burns. Yeah, that's the year he was born. Okay, so we we have. It's, I mean, if you've
1: turned on CNBC or any of the news channels, so that last few days, like it hasn't stopped. And then one of the th- things that went haywire last night with these Reddit threads, it it's unbelievable what's happening right now. Um dogecoin i don't know if you're into crypto at all it's the one with the with the meme of the dog it went crazy last night and then i thought back to uh ross here here's a bad beat a couple of years ago i bought this stupid thing a bunch of it it cost like 0.00. 00 i forget what it was it's like you can get a thousand of them for like nothing so i had it and a couple of years ago i was like why am i holding this stupid coin and i got rid of it
0: oh <laughs> no, no yeah
1: yeah i owned it i owned it i sold it
0: i wonder who even like bought it from you oh my gosh you'd be rich Joe. <laughs> i don't know about that because they're so cheap but i would have
1: made a good amount of money last night I, yeah yes dylan we know dylan is dying to have a microphone right now because he was tweeting about dogecoin last night and i'm convinced the only people the only reason people owned it at any point in time was because of the, the picture of the dog it doesn't do anything um, I'm sure my mentions will be crazy with uh, some crypto people that are yelling at me, but yeah, I got out of dogecoin. so that was a bad beat, I guess. I didn't want to see how much I had. I didn't even want to look back, <laughs> but that's gonna
0: happen. um I would just say I think I mean i'm not I'm not gonna sit here and give financial advice yeah, but like on a bunch of these, a lot of people are gonna be left holding the bag and mm-hmm. it's gonna be people that probably can't afford to be holding the bag i'm 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 very nervous and sad for some people because there's no underlying fundamentals for these stocks to go up like that so they're going to come back down like at some point people are going to start to sell they're going to pocket the profit pocket the profit pocket it and then there's going to be some people that will be like just left holding holding the bag Uh, Whatever you do,
1: here's the one bit of advice I will give. It's not even financial advice. It's kind of what we were teasing uh, Eli about yesterday, saying that he's got FOMO with Drake. Try to resist the FOMO. Just try to do that. Don't be the last one to the party, like you mentioned. (laughs) You won't be left with much in the end. Just uh, try to resist the FOMO. I don't know that a lot of teams are going to be able to do that. It sounds like they're not doing that with Deshaun Watson. According to Ian Rappaport, he's uh, reporting that more than half the league has been contacting the Texans more than half the league, and it should be more than half the league. I don't know if that means 75% of the league. Just trying to get a gauge on uh, on what it's going to take to land Deshaun Watson. If Watson has any interest, uh, we, we could waste time by talking about uh, what the Houston Texans can do in terms of finding and all that, but it doesn't matter. They're going to end up trading him. Are they having the the, uh, the head coach press conference today? Cause that'll be a lot of fun. One o'clock. Oh, <laughs> every question. Nobody cares about you, head coach. Nobody cares that you're bringing in Lovey Smith as the defensive coordinator. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is
0: Deshaun Watson. Well, and it's interesting because I think like when you think about, it, they're gonna bring in maybe Pep Hamilton as um, quarterback coach. They're yeah. bringing in Josh McCown. Uh, I think in some type of role, who I guess Deshaun Watson really likes. They're keeping the offensive coordinator, Tim Kelly, who Deshaun Watson really likes. It feels right now to me like almost all of these coaching hires are designed around trying to get Deshaun Watson to change his mind. And I don't know if it's going to work or not, but that's what they're—that's what it feels like they're doing. It's interesting because I spoke with Adam Schefter this morning on the Ross Tucker podcast. And uh, you know, he said there's a scenario if Deshaun Watson digs his heels in, there's a scenario where the Texans could start to find him the max amount every day, and they could squat on him. Mm-hmm. I don't think they want to do that. You know, it's been so ugly already, Joe. There's so much negative publicity. I don't think they're going to take this thing into training camp and start finding the crap out of them. Then they'll just look worse. I think that they will spend between now and March 13th, the start of the new league year, trying to get him to talk to somebody like Pep Hamilton or Josh McCown and see if they can change his mind. Give him a shot, and then if he doesn't by then, then right around the start of free agency, or maybe they even wait till the draft. I think Deshaun Watson gets moved, and I'll still say what we said yesterday. I think it needs to be one of the the first couple teams. I, I think it needs to be the Jets, Miami Dolphins it needs to be one of those teams that has the second or third pick and the Texans can turn right around and draft the quarterback of the future. It's funny. Schefter put a hypothetical out there this morning that I thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to happen. But he said Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, the number one overall pick in Jacksonville, which I think makes a lot of sense, actually, for both sides. Probably more sense for the Texans, but I think it makes some sense for Jacksonville too, because as good as Trevor Lawrence is, Joe, he's still an unknown at the NFL level. Whereas Urban Meyer could turn the culture around quick if he got Deshaun Watson down there. Mm -hmm. What's the bigger lock the next 10
1: years in the NFL? Deshaun Watson or Trevor Lawrence? Sitting here right now, late January 2021, it has to be Deshaun Watson.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. W- without any hesitation. Look, yeah. we hope Trevor Lawrence ends up being one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL, but that's a tough nut to crack, man. That that is a tough place to be. And so good luck. I mean, you're gonna have to knock somebody else out of there. Deshaun Watson already is. He's under contract for less than 30 million a year for the next five years. Mm-hmm. He's from Georgia down there. Now, I don't think the Texans would love the idea of sending Deshaun Watson in division Joe. But if they could get the number 1 overall pick, and by the way, they'd probably ask for more. They would ask for more, but if you oh, get yeah. the number 1 overall pick, you could sell your fan base on Trevor Lawrence. You mm-hmm. you could the, people would be upset, but then they'd be like, "Okay, cool. We got Trevor Lawrence." Like you could flip that script pretty quick and certainly faster than with anybody else.
1: Yeah, Bears fans got very mad at me when I uh, pointed out that, hey guys, y- we can keep dreaming here, but you don't have the assets, so let's stop it. And we have the general manager who didn't want Deshaun Watson, didn't even want to meet with Deshaun Watson. The Jets, 19 picks the next two years, number two, number 23 this year, and they have the second most cap space in the NFL. Miami, number three. And number 18, they have two twos this year. They have two. uh, uh, New Orleans is up near the top of the odds. I don't understand why. (laughs) They're so far over the cap. I don't get it. Maybe people will bet on them because it's Sean Payton. San Francisco in the picture. They they have the number 12 pick. They have their two. They have Jimmy G, a little bit of money. Uh, Carolina, number eight overall. It's going to be fascinating to see where he goes. Our buddy Joe Osborne from Odd Shark will drop by next. Talk NBA and NFL. This is BetQL Daily. Keep it locked into the bed.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role.
1: Yeah, I mean the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. Uh, being able to go up against one of the one of the greatest, if not the greatest, quarterback of all time in his 150th Super Bowl, I mean it's going to be a great experience for me. I mean to to go out there and get to get, have a chance to repeat and get to do it against the best. I mean it's uh, it's something special, and I'm excited for the opportunity. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the Bet. Pat Holmes could also repeat as the Super Bowl MVP discussing TB12 there. Download the PointsBet app now. Use our promo code BETSWETS2 to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Download the app to experience the premium sportsbook for yourself. Don't forget to sign up with our code BETSWETS2 to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. What do you have to lose? So... Are you ready? If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Make sure you're subscribed to the BetQL Daily Podcast. You never miss uh, one of our great interviews or fantastic segments. And also make sure that you are following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Um, There's a lot of different props already available. It feels like Vegas is behind the times because I know some of the books uh, last night were releasing all of their prop bets, but – We got here on Monday morning, and I'm pulling up some of the apps. I'm like, yeah, the prop bets are already out. You don't need to wait a week before you can start betting um, all of these various prop bets. But I I was thinking about the entertainment uh, ones that we all love to talk about, Ross Tucker. If you click on some of these sites, you just click on the anthem, like 20 to 30 different props are going to pop up. I always bet the anthem. Have you bet the anthem? I'm talking about the length of it.
0: No, but they say that usually you'll see some movement before the day or two before uh-huh. because some because somebody knows and you, you can jump in on it then. Rehearsal time. There's people
1: in the stadium and they obviously time it. Everybody has a timer on their phones right now. Word gets out. They get some max bets, all of these uh, various websites. And they're like, okay, we're off or... The singer went really long, much more than two minutes, like is uh, posted right now. So the information is usually uh, widely available. I think it's Friday. I forget if it's Friday or Saturday when they do the rehearsals. But that's
0: that's kind of amazing. I mean, they must still make money from it. Because I was going to say, it's kind of amazing that they keep uh, something up that people have the information on. Yeah, they'll get hammered on it right away,
1: but it's a small number of people compared the, to the amount that are actually betting on it. Uh first player to be shown first during the anthem, Tom Brady or Pat Mahomes. Like you're a TV producer. Who are you shown first? Tom Brady.
0: Tom Kelsey, Brady for sure. Kelsey or Gronk. Hoo It'll be uh it'll be Gronk because they'll go Tom Brady. Then they'll go Patrick Mahomes. Then they'll go Gronk. Then they'll go Kelsey. What about during the, after kickoff? After kickoff, which
1: head coach are they showing first? Andy Reid or or Aaron's? Aaron's a story first his first Super Bowl as head coach. Mm. That's a tougher one.
0: You know, usually like in college, you always do the away coach first and then the home team. So I'm wondering if they – if they just keep it formatted like that, um, I'm wondering. Wait, if they why just keep it formatted like that? Do they
1: talk about that in the in the meetings that you're in when you do work for CBS Sports Network or other places?
0: They don't really talk about the order. That just is the order, huh? Like you almost always start. I'm trying to think. I can go back and look at some emails, but you almost always start with the away coach first. That's good information.
1: That's something I never even noticed. The thousands of times I've seen it.
0: Yeah, I think I think you almost always start with the away coach first. I'm not sure why that is, but it's just like the way they've always done it. Unless okay. like unless like one of the coaches is really notable or or we're talking about him. But yeah, I think they usually start with the away coach first.
1: So in this spot in the Super Bowl, it's supposed well, to be neutral, but it's not neutral.
0: Yeah. No, but the Bucks are the home team. Yeah. Right, they they were allowed to pick their uniform. They picked the white jerseys, so okay. then the Chiefs are away. So I'll say Andy Reid for a bunch of reasons. Okay, that's a good one. That's uh, he's I
1: think he was a favorite by a little bit there. Andy, speaking of Andy Reid, mask design, Chiefs branded slash logo, single color, no logo, or Hawaiian themed, which is five to one. Chiefs branded. Yeah. The wine branded be fun. He's been doing that for a while. Yeah, it's it seems like that's the heavy favorite. Um <laughs> coach to have nostrils seen first during the game. Nostril?
0: Nostrils seen. You can see her nostrils. Oh, because of the mat. Well, Arian doesn't really wear a mask, right? He just has the the shield thinger. Well, reads. Yeah, he did the shield, and then everybody made fun of him. Yeah, Reed, Reed, now, um, Reed now has uh, the mask. But mm-hmm. Arians, I think, does he wear a mask with the shield? I, I just see the shield, so I would say it's Arians.
1: Man, there's going to be so much mask shaming going on if these guys take it off like, like most coaches do throughout the game in this spot. Uh, do you bet the Gatorade Gatorade color on the winning coach uh which color the favorite is orange it's even money strange uh there's got to be s- s- something there. why would orange be plus one hundred red slash pink three to one yellow green lime plus four fifty clear six to one blue seven to one and purple the long shot at plus seven fifty
0: yeah that's another one that people know i I've got no idea right. I don't even know which ones they use. It usually is orange or or lemon-lime.
1: Do they have multiple flavors on the sideline, or is it always one?
0: Usually just one, I think. Okay. Trying to remember. I think it's just one. They just have a Gatorade for people that want Gatorade.
1: Uh, How many times will Belichick be said, it's over one or under one? Under one is the heavy favorite. You know, people always bet these overs. But there is so little time on these broadcasts with these extended commercials. And the game has to be the focus. They always think they're going to show Giselle 10 times. And they're going to mention this word and that word a bunch of times. A, lo- a lot of times, if you just stick with the no's or the unders, you're going to hit.
0: You know, it's interesting. I mean, the the CBS producer and director have a lot of power here. They could make a lot of money for people. Right. You know, I mean, they they control a number of these things.
1: Well, for legalization, the, the stuff uh, I found out earlier this week in Illinois, this is the kind of stuff they're not um, putting at the legal books. You have to go to the offshore books to get this stuff because it's not on the football field. It's not controlled by the NFL. This is directors and stuff like
0: that. Right. Well, that's the way yeah. it should be. I mean, these are not there's, – there's people controlling this. It's not a competition.
1: How many times would Roger Goodell be shown? Over or under one and a half? Under one and a half is a heavy favorite.
0: I'd say under. I'd, I'd say they show him once.
1: Once. One shot. How many times will Trump be said? Zero. 0. 5. 0. 0.5. Yeah, under, under a half.
0: You know, under the Belichick half. one's interesting because you could easily see Nance or Romo mentioning his name. Yes. But. You know, CBS does the AFC game, so they wouldn't want to say it like Brady, I can easily see them saying, can Brady win a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick, you know? Yep. Uh there's a prop on how Sarah Thomas will wear her
1: hair if it's going to be in a ponytail or up in the hat. Odds are the same on both sides. That's like that's one of the least appealing prop bets of all the ones that are out there. Like why why do I care? Another one that she controls yeah, exactly. Um, there's stuff on the Puppy Bowl. All this stuff already out there. People think it's not going to be available until next week. No, it's been out there since like Monday or Tuesday. Um, we've talked about the MVP. Uh, what the position is going to, you know, how many times will Queen Latifah be sent by Jim? Said by Jim Nance. Maybe he'll have a promo to read. But Nance doesn't get into the gambling references and all that. He's he sticks it to uh, with football. You know, he doesn't get into the entertainment stuff or the, the gambling like Al Michaels will. Like Nance is pretty straight.
0: Yeah. I don't think um I don't think he'll say Queen Latifah once unless he has to in a promo. Another right. thing that somebody controls. Yeah. What what will be said
1: first? Warren Sapp, Ronde Barber, or Derek Brooks? It's gotta be Sap. If you're talking about ta- that Tampa Super Bowl. Just he's the guy that everybody knows, even though you could say that Brooks was the better player.
0: Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> I would say SAP because I think I could see them referencing it, like because I think the Bucksy line is going to have to play really well, and I think I could almost see them referencing it when. You know, the Bucks do do something on the D line. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they'll get it in then, but they could. Here's here's a Romo one which is under the radar. I think this is a good prop.
1: What will be said first by Tony Romo? Reed is the favorite. Penetration, the second favorite. Blitz, A gap. The long shot is trick play.
0: Reed. Andy Reed? I mean, no, R E A D. Oh. Um that's funny. I wonder if people try to get through on a technicality there. Um yeah. I don't know, man. That same again. Okay, there was read,
1: penetration, blitz, a gap, or trick play? I think blitz might be Blitz is the one decent. I was gonna go with. That's pretty probably has better odds. Yeah. And it's uh plus it was right in the middle, plus 225 there. And, and there's, there's all sorts of stuff. You could also, also do what's the MVP going to mention first family. They think the owner, the coaches, teammates, all that stuff. Will burger be said by Andy Reed? That is yes. He, he talks about it every press conference, especially after they win a title. I'm That's go like, like his cheese-
0: funny. Ha yeah. ha 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 line. I'm going to go eat a cheeseburger now. What about what about the weekend's first song? Um, I don't see that listed yet. I I can't even, feel my face. It's plus it, three hundred.
1: I'd be fine if they stopped showing that commercial. Can 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 we get one commercial break watching an NFL game without that Pepsi one? Like, Probably we not. It. Oh, brutal. BetQL daily on the bet. Back- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on The Bet. Points bet the exclusive sports betting partner of the Denver Nuggets is outdoing the competition in Colorado. They are now live with minus 105 spreads on all NBA and NFL games. That's the best price of any sports book. Why bet anywhere else? Bet QL daily live on the bet 1430 in Denver and the radio.com app. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Joe Ostrowski at Joe0670, Ross Tucker at Ross Tucker NFL, and Ross. You just told us last segment that people uh, hung around. They want to hear these two
0: betting stories from your days in the NFL. So I always get a little nervous, Joe, that number one, I've already told these and you've already heard them. So nah. if I have, I so we have changing. a new audience, new listeners. Uh oh. Um, secondly, you know, it's interesting. Betting was not that big a deal. When I was playing at least, you know, in terms of the betting lines, right? Like I think that there's a much greater sense of awareness now than there was back then, because back then I only remember really hearing about it. Maybe once or twice a coach would bring it up. If we were a big underdog or maybe the media would bring it up, but that was about it. It wasn't that big a deal. So, We've got ten minutes. I've got time for both stories. Okay. How about this, Joe? I, 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 I kid you not. Well, I almost swore right
1: there. <laughs> yes, you did.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: Cool. That was a lot of time. Uh, uh,
0: I kid you not. <laughs> my first college game ever, and my last NFL game ever. Those are the two stories. Those are the two stories. My first college game ever, and I might have told you this, but whatever. I am on the team at Princeton. I'm a freshman defensive end, Joe, wearing number 99. And I'm on the punt team and the field goal extra point team. I talked to my dad that week, Joe, and my dad says, Hey, Ross. By the way, I'm 18 years old. He said, if I give you the signal, let your guy block the punt. (laughs) I was like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, "Uh, yeah, you are your favorite or whatever, whatever the spread was, right? Mm -hmm. And he was obviously joking. But back then, Joe, they would do like, you know, the Michigan Notre Dame Penn State betting line. But they would do the Ivy League, too, back in 1997. So it was really funny to me that here I am, 18 years old. I graduated high school three months earlier, maybe four months earlier. It's September of 1997. And theoretically, like, people could win or lose money, maybe significant sums, just based on what happens, just based on – whether or not I block my guy, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it's insane. <laughs> uh, was there more? Not just the games with the side and the total, but was there more? Was it more prevalent in card games on the plane? Just, just betting on if a guy's going to catch a pass
0: or score a touchdown? Just teammates to teammate? No, um, card games for sure. Card games for sure. And that was always funny like or like card games are is can you bet doing dominoes? I don't know how to I don't play dominoes, but I'm positive you can. Well, I know this like we'd be on a train from Washington to Philly to play the Eagles or something and I would see like Stephen Davis in a card game betting who's who led the NFC in rushing. Yeah. In a card game playing with like An undrafted rookie. I just remember thinking, like, dude, that that is not equitable. There, like, (laughs) you're not gonna win that one. He's like the house, and you're like the 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 fish. You know what I mean? Like, it's not gonna work. So anyway, the first story was just my dad saying, "Hey, if I give you the signal, let your guy block the punt." (laughs) And like, obviously he was joking, Joe, but just to be 18 and think you had that power or control or that someone was betting on what you would do. And that's why I'm actually surprised that there isn't more like point shaving among college basketball players, just because in in football, like that's hard to do, but in basketball, you could pretty easily still win the game, but only win by like six or eight or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the other one you're going to love. The other one's the hedge one. My last year in the NFL was 2007 with the then Washington Redskins. And I was hurt. I got hurt in training camp. So I knew I was done for the year, right? Like I knew I was done for my career. I knew I was retiring. So I didn't even go to the games. I gave my tickets to like the local furniture guy so I could get free furniture I was as I was rehabbing my neck. So for the last week of the season, the game was on New Year's Eve. And I was done, Joe. Like So I flew down with my wife and met up with a bunch of my high school buddies and their wives in Charleston, South Carolina, to go out for New Year's Eve. Here's the thing, though. If Washington beat Dallas that day... Washington made the playoffs, which meant $18,000 for me because I'm on injured reserve. I'm on IR. So I get the playoff money. Yeah. So we get down to Charleston, and about a half hour before the, the Washington-Dallas game comes on, I tell my buddies, I'm like, yeah, if Washington wins, that means they're going to make the wild card, and I get $18,000. Joe my friends, several of whom are degenerate gamblers. They're like, dude, you need to put nine thousand dollars on the Cowboys. You need to hedge let me call my guy. oh man and I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not it's not worth I'm not doing that. like three of them three of my buddies, I won't say their names, but they're like dude, you have to you have to put nine thousand on Dallas so then you make sure you get nine thousand. I said, nope, not doing it. And it turns out that the Cowboys already had the number one seed. That was like the awesome Tony Romo, Witten, T.O. year or whatever, 07. Yeah. So they didn't play their guys the whole game or whatever. Washington won. Let me just tell you this, Joe, okay? (laughs) When you're 27 years old and you're drinking beers with your buddies watching a game, that you have $18,000 riding on Ooh. that was an amazing feeling like that was like you want to talk about a game I was into I was into that game and all my friends were in it cuz I said I would pay for the drinks that night if Washington won so now we're all rooting for Washington now we're all like come on like romo throws a pick and we're like going crazy it was uh that was a fun day man that was now I didn't have like I couldn't lose the money but it was the opportunity cost, right? Like, yeah. So, uh, so the Washington won, and that was like a top two or three New Year's Eve ever in my life. That's for sure.
1: So, he had, we had, uh, Ed Teach on, and he did not hedge over the weekend with his Bucks future to win the NFC, won a boatload of money. He did not hedge. And your buddies are the gamblers just telling you, you got to hedge, you got to hedge, guarantee yourself a profit. It's not a small profit either. At five thousand dollars yeah like nearly five figures at that stage like yes in in your life like that is just massive in general are you someone that will hedge to guarantee a
0: profit or you gotta let it ride a little bit so now i would be much more of a hedge person the reason why i wouldn't do it then was because i was still on the roster of what and i could get in trouble Yeah. Like if it ever got back, you know, like I didn't know who all was at that house. Like if it ever got back that I bet on the Dallas Cowboys that day, can't do it. Not worth it. It would have ruined my whole media career. You know what I mean? Like couldn't, it wasn't worth it to me. But if I was in that situation now, I very likely would think that I would hedge because I'm conservative by nature. You know, I, I like to lock in profits. I like to, uh, I like to win smaller amounts at, at the expense of going for the big swing. See with with the big swing, like with a future involved,
1: I end up letting it ride. I had a, one of my biggest wins on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl at 40 to one. You said it was so much fun watching that game with that much money on the line with all your friends. I'm a wreck in those spots. When I've got nearly five figures on the line, I, I it's just my stomach's hurting. Uh, I got really far in the super contest. The first year I did it, I think it was 2016. Maybe it was 2015. That Yeah, I mean, one Sunday I had it near the end. It was like I went two and three, so it knocked me out of the money. I lost like 20 grand that weekend. You could look at it that way because I was – looking to finish in the top 20 of the super contest. And then a two and three weekend completely knocked me out like spots like that. I'm terrible. And I didn't, I hedged very little on the Patriots to beat the Eagles in that Super Bowl. So thankfully that one worked out for me.
0: Wow. You put, you put money on the Eagles at 40 to one before the year. It was why
1: they were 40 to one week four at one place.
0: Okay, and you saw them, and you're like, they're good. Yes.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I saw that offense. I'm like, okay, I better jump on this now. How and mad
0: were you when Wentz got hurt?
1: I was furious. <laughs> I I made the – I kept talking about it to everyone. I was like, the bet's over. I was so mad. I I, If I had a ticket, I would have torn it up. I I may have torn it up. I was so mad. I'm like, great. They're going to get the buy. So what? They can lose in the playoffs. And then Foles came in. I was like, okay,
0: okay. This looks all right. It's not so I remember driving back from calling a Buffalo game that day. And my, my father-in-law is a big Eagles fan. And we were listening to the radio, WIP, a radio.com affiliate, when Wentz got hurt. And we were like, you got to be kidding me. Like, you know, Eagles are good for the first time in a while. We got this guy, MVP candidate. You got to be kidding me.
1: I know. Well, the other part is, I almost put, I didn't do it, but I almost had Wentz at 70 to 1 for MVP, too. Cause I was kind of believing in the Eagles a little bit going in, and I see the starting quarterback 70 to 1. Like, I, I dude, he would have that- won it that year if he didn't get hurt he 100% was going to win it there was no doubt about that 100% it's just the drop off have you ever seen we're going to break no. have you ever seen this no i've never seen this Nobody so I, has. I get i get why they're trying to see if they can go bring that back out of him i totally understand why the eagles are trying to do that